Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to episode three of Grown Up Kids. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And today we are being joined by our good friend, Chrissy Rodriguez. Hello. Not just a good friend. My best friend. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Chrissy is super awesome. We met in high school a long, long, long time ago. Makes me feel old when you say that. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. She also has a super cool cooking and recipe blog and will it's called hangry italiricans right italiricans yes <laughs> and we amazing. will post it in our show notes for everybody so she if you like cooking and you like italian food and puerto rican food and all food and all food but like that's just like where that's like what her family is made up of so she talks about it a lot um you should check it out she posted this chicken piccata recipe oh it was delicious. I so good. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> so, anyway, welcome to the show. Um, also, side note, Chrissy was Katie's maid of honor in our wedding. So, yeah, definitely more than just a good friend. She's kind of awesome. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> so, anytime that we have a new person on the podcast, we want to get their Disney profile so that you guys, our listeners, can get to know them a little bit better in terms of Disney. Whoops. I need to turn that off. Okay. Um, so, Chrissy, how did you get into Disney, as we like to say? Um, probably the same way that you did, Meg. Um, I started <laughs> with my family when I, when I was a child, really young. Um, started with all the 90s. The um, Renaissance era. Yes, thank of you. Disney. Renaissance yeah. era. Um, so, with the Aladdin and Cinderella and Little Mermaid and Lion King, of course. Um, so, those were just like a staple. One of those things where it's like I rewatched over and over and over again. Yep. Broke the VHS. Exactly. (laughs) Broke the VHS. To those kids that are listening, that's like a big cassette. I don't know if you know what that is. (laughs) Do they even know what cassette is? (laughs) Um, You can totally overuse them until they break. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that was the point there. So uh, did that and then went to Disney a few times growing up and it just... I can't honestly can't imagine life without Disney. It just sounds strange yeah. to me. So um, I was always always a part of my life, definitely. Yep. So who would you say is your favorite character? Ugh, I Ever. T- I have two. I know, That's right? Fine. I, I had two. two. I had three, so. Yeah, I have two. <laughs> um, I have to say Cinderella because, you know, she's just such a... Classic. She, uh, classic yeah, Disney. Classic princess. I Yeah, Cinderella. And You're I, so predictable. And, <laughs> and I loved how, as Sarah um, Sarah said in our last episode, how we were talking a little bit about Cinderella, like comparing her to Snow White, and how Snow White was very much like, oh, someday my prince will come. Cinderella didn't go to the ball to find a prince. She went to the ball to get out of the house exactly. and like be independent. Exactly. So I love Cinderella as well. She's just so pretty and happy. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Cinderella. And my other one is... Uh, Jack from yeah. Nightmare. Yeah, that's my bestie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's just awesome. I love Jack. He's definitely up there for mm-hmm. favorites. I can't wait to re-watch Nightmare and talk about it. And, like, analyze it. Yeah, um, it's gonna I'm be I'm pretty sure I'll be sitting here yeah. or <laughs> I will be close by listening. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so this might kind of be similar answers, but maybe not. But what is your all-time favorite or favorites Disney movies? Okay, you know, I thought long and hard about this question. <laughs> because it doesn't have to match the characters if you don't exactly want it to. Right. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking of. So I have, I mean, again, I have the two because Nightmare Before Christmas is just, it's been a favorite since I was three years old. Yeah. So that's, that's me in a nutshell. I love Tim Burton and all his his films, but... Um, another one that's a, it's a definite favorite is Mulan. Yeah. It's such Let's a... Let's get down to business. Yes! It's just so, like, man... Or, um, manpower. <laughs> Woman power. Well, for a little bit. Female power, power. And just, it's funny, and it's so quotable, and mm-hmm. Mushu is fantastic. Oh, and I love Mushu. Pity on you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> man, I screwed up. Just on you. Just on you. Just on you, cow. 
It's just, it's the best. So yeah, Mulan is a, is a, probably a favorite. Yeah, Are you better. excited for the live action Mulan, even though it's apparently not going to be a musical? Yeah, I didn't hear about that actually, the whole musical thing, but I am yeah. excited about the live action because that's... I hope they change their mind cool. about the musical aspect because like, what is Mulan without Let's Get Down to Business? Or like the, um... Reflections. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Ma. No. Yeah. No. So I'm hoping they change their mind, like you said. That that would be sweet. But anyways, sorry. Yeah, I love all the live actions, so I'm excited to see what they do with it. So, since you've been to Walt Disney World and Disneyland, right? I have not been to Disneyland. Oh. My sister's been to Disneyland. That's right. We had this conversation. Yes, but I have not. So what would your, like, favorite park be? Ooh, um... I think, uh, I mean, I really want to say Magic Kingdom because classic Main Street and the <laughs> castle and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and that's really Disney World. When you think of Disney World, you think of Magic Kingdom. But I'm going to be out on the limb and I'm going to say that it's going to be Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just <laughs> looked at Katie and I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's Epcot. She's just like, I don't know, I just peg you as an Epcot person because of like... That's bad or good? That's good. No, good, because like, <laughs> you're well, Epcot. you're all about food and like cooking and like being yeah. able to go to all the different countries and see all the different like cultures and foods and stuff like that, I think is just super your thing. Definitely. I yeah. love Epcot and I love how it gives you a little bit of, a little bit of Mickey, you know, mm-hmm. here and there and it's... Um, you it's can cool. still go meet Mickey there. Absolutely. Yeah. And like the tomorrow or um, futuristic. Yeah. Think, yeah. Kind of future world. Future, future world. world. Um, but yeah, it's Epcot. So it's a, uh, it's fun. I always enjoy it. I enjoy it. I like it a lot more now that they're turning it into like festival a festival city. park. Yeah. So like they've always had for as long as I can remember the food and wine festival and then the flower and garden festival. But now they've added two more recently where they have the Christmas around the world um, over the Christmas season, obviously. And then festival of the arts, which... Oh, I cannot wait to go down there for Festival of the Arts and, like, really experience it because I haven't been yet to, like, actually see all of it. Um, I live but it's like through friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's awesome because they incorporate art and food and even, like, dance as an art form and, like, it's just, in like, cultures. So it's, I don't know. I love that festival and I haven't even really, like, experienced it yet. <laughs> I've so loved it from afar. Now <laughs> Disney needs to come up with a summertime festival. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so then there's an all year festival going on at Epcot, and that'll just like be their thing. For sure. So yeah. Anyway, next question on your Disney profile is: What is your favorite Disney memory? Um, this is kind of a dorky memory because I like when you guys asked me these, I was thinking hard, and I I have I had one that I was gonna go with. Was when I, I distinctly remember meeting Donald Duck as a four year old child and getting his <laughs> autograph. <laughs> and cute. I'm like, I don't know why why it's Donald Duck because I remember getting you know Mary Poppins and Mickey Mouse or whatever. But Donald Duck is like he's funny to me though. He is he's like, fun. His voice is uh, whatever, and I just Donald Duck. However, <laughs> this memory is funny, so I think I'm gonna go with that. Um, we I was like four years old, first time at Disney World, went to Epcot with my family. And we were in Morocco, and I was looking at a plastic genie lamp, mm. and I thought it was the coolest toy I've ever seen. I don't know why it made <laughs> uh, Well, it yeah, so because cool. it's the genie's lamp. <laughs> so when you rub it, it, like, it's like a magic eight ball. So when you That's rubbed awesome. it, it, like, it, like, made whatever, and then the genie would pop up into the circle, and it would say, like, Oh, my God. Yes, That's sir, crazy. or whatever, you know, whatever. No way, or whatever. Why do they not still sell this? It was the coolest thing. So I remember picking it up, looking at it, and I was like, wow, this is great. And I remember turning around to show my mom how cool it was, and I was like, hey, mom. And then she was gone. Everyone <laughs> was gone. My sisters, my mom, and my dad, everyone disappeared, and I was alone oh, in the store. No. So I was like, um, okay. So, <laughs> so I went over to like the lady at the register or whatever, and I'm like, I lost my mom. And she was like, oh, no, like, it's, it's okay, like, don't worry. And I was like, I don't, I don't really care. Good for you for, like, as a four-year-old <laughs> knowing to go and find a cast member. I would have sobbed. <laughs> so I remember she's like, oh, you know, we're going to find them, blah, blah, blah. And then I remember, like, going, like, literally right outside the store and sitting in, like, a giant rock 
They had, I don't remember this, whatever, sitting on this giant rock, and, like, all of a sudden, they, like, ran towards me, like, oh, crazy! <laughs> but, like, it's still something we talk about now as a family, and like, laugh about <laughs> right. it. Like, remember when Christy got lost in Morocco? Ha <laughs> ha. And my parents actually did end up buying me that lamp, so. Nice. <laughs> it probably felt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think I actually still have it, like, in my parents' basement, one of those toys that you I still kept. I need to kept. see it. And it's really cool. It. So, I can... Yeah, I'm done. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, that, I like it. That's your Disney profile. That's perfect. So today we're going to be discussing Walt's second and pretty weird, in my opinion. For sure. Um, animated feature <laughs> film, Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. So. But first. First segment after the Disney profile. Uh, 30 second Disney Dash. Who wants to go first? I'm on oh, it. Oh. I'm on it. I'm ready. I'm All right, hold on. Let go. me get my timer out. Get out that stuff. For our listeners, I just want to tell you all that I've been a little nervous about this, and <laughs> I'm I'm ready. I think I'm ready. So I hope to not trip over my words. She even practiced with her husband. I did practice, and he could not do it. So I'm <laughs> um, hoping I do a better job. So, All right, so I'm going to start the stopwatch, and if you go over 30 seconds... We'll make a very loud, obnoxious noise. And then you'll have to stop. Okay. You're done. All right, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready for it. Ready, <clears throat> set, go. Geppetto is a woodcarver who makes a wish upon a star that his marionette Pinocchio will come to life. A blue fairy comes and makes Pinocchio come to life and makes a deal with him that if he's truthful and brave, he'll be a real boy forever. Jiminy Cricket is appointed Pinocchio's subconscious <laughs> and doesn't do a great job, and Pinocchio gets into shenanigans, and when he lies, his nose grows. He has to save the day by saving Geppetto from the belly of a whale. Fairy sees that he's good and brave and makes him a real boy. Done. Still going. 27, 28, 29, 30. I think that was 23. I think she finished about 23. We've been doing doing a pretty good job at this. You know what I like about it? Like, just hearing yours, because I know what I wrote for mine, but, like, just hearing yours, it's, like, such a different, like, obviously it's It's the same story. It's fun to see what other people think is worthy of putting in a (laughs) 30-second summary. Yeah. I I mean, I know I I missed out on quite a bit of part of the movie. Well, there's a lot of weird (laughs) parts of this movie, so. I don't know how many I will, uh... I'll go next, Kate, if you don't... All right, all right, ready? On your mark, get set, go. Geppetto makes a marionette puppet named Pinocchio and wishes for him to be a real boy. The blue fairy comes along and brings him to life and makes Jiminy Cricket his conscious. Pinocchio goes to school the next day but gets whisked away to perform for Stromboli as a puppet with no strings, escapes, goes to Pleasure Island, almost gets turned into a donkey, and then goes home to see Geppetto, gone looking for him. Pinocchio finds him in Monstro the Whale and they escape. Pinocchio almost dies, but the blue fairy turns him into a real boy because of how brave, truthful, and unselfish he is. Bam. 24. Yes. Still going? Still going? Wow. Still we. going? Done. <laughs> that was way better. Wow. <laughs> the best part is Meg is like, ba 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 Two. Go. An old woodworker named Geppetto makes a wooden puppet named Pinocchio, wishes on a star for him to be a real boy. Blue fairy makes him real, but he has to prove himself. Jiminy Cricket is assigned the role of his conscience. Pinocchio is tempted to skip school, joins a puppet show, gets tricked into going to Pleasure Island, and almost turns into a donkey. He gets back on the right path and has to save Geppetto from Monster the Rail and inter- Monster the Whale and in turn becomes a real boy. Katie, 19 seconds every time. Woo! Baby. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Good nice job, job, man. 19, 19 years later. Ooh. Crossover? <laughs> Harry Potter? Wrong phantom. Wrong podcast, <laughs> Katie. Wrong one. Okay. So, some history on Ooh. Pinocchio. I have to have, I have to, this is a massive confession that I'm about to give you. And I am also me. guilty. And Katie's guilty, too. I had no idea Pinocchio was Italian. Yeah. I'm I'm sitting we're <laughs> sitting next to an Italian. <laughs> like a pure I feel Italian like a complete and utter idiot for not catching on to the fact that like Geppetto's name is Geppetto. And that Now hold on. To be fair, Walt's depiction of Pinocchio is in like Lederhosen. So I, I thought, thought it was German. German. 
I don't know. I can't. I'm. Well, <clears throat> I feel like I failed as a Disney fan, not knowing that this story was Italian. Totally. <laughs> Chris. No. Well, okay. Like In Italy, honestly, they have like a bunch of marionette Pinocchios all over the place, and they're like. A big deal. Like I think that's crazy. I think I was picturing like I know in Germany there's like like dolls are a big thing. So I think that like that was my connection. And I completely agree with like the depiction of the town that Pinocchio is in seems German to me. Fair. And like whenever I'm in Magic Kingdom, uh Pinocchio House. Pinocchio Village House, first of all, it's spelled H A U S. I always thought that that was, yeah, like, that's true. That's German. True. Yeah. Um, and, like, it looks to me, like, the architecture of that building looks German to me. I mean, not like I've ever been to Germany. Like, I wouldn't right. know. I know. But that's just, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, it blew my mind when I was reading history. I was like, what? Pinocchio is Italian? I, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Welcome take, aboard. yeah, <laughs> take any it. info that I give you from now on in this podcast as a grain of salt, because I thought that Pinocchio was German, so, um, <laughs> anyway, the critical analysis of Pinocchio the movie, um, basically, like, people liked that it was a morality tale that taught children that there were benefits to working hard. Um, it showed, it like shone good light on the middle class values, uh, and people liked that, but it wasn't really, um, it didn't really make a lot of money at the box office. I, which is kind of surprising to me because Snow White is like this breakthrough, right? Like it's the first, so yeah, you would think your animated film and then here comes Walt's, you know, follow up and it doesn't make a lot of money. It's kind of weird. However... This is cool in terms of, like, the history that this movie made. It was the first animated feature to win an Academy Award, a competitive Academy Award, um, because apparently there are categories of Academy Awards that aren't competitive, but I don't know. So it won two, actually, for Best Music Original Score and Best Music Original Song for When You Wish Upon a Star. Absolutely. Which gives me all the feels. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I was just going to say that. We watched so, it last night gave me such a like oh, We rewatched it last night too. Yeah, and I was like, um, well, first of all, I just think that this movie is really weird, just like throwing that out there. <laughs> um but there are so many like iconic songs and like scenes that just scream Disney to me in yes, this film. For sure. Just like general Disney. Yeah. Like just in general Jiminy Cricket, like I don't always identify Jiminy Cricket to Pinocchio. I just identify him with Disney because, like, he's used for so many things in the parks and, like, his voice is everywhere. Fun fact. He's on a little, he's on your little trainer pin at Walt Disney World. He is. If you're a trainer and you work there, yeah, he's on your little pin Mm -hmm. because he's, like, your conscience. Oh, man. Um, So, yeah, initially this movie was a box office disaster. It didn't make much of any money. However, they did do, like, a reissue of it in 1945, um, and it's considered one of the greatest animated films ever made with a rare 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which is... That's pretty rare. Rare. Very. I can see the the animation being... Yeah. Like that, because it was... Very well drawn. Like, it oh, was yeah. very beautiful. Of a, and of you that. can see a lot in it how they he used that, like, multi-plane camera. How, like, you know, the background I mean, is stationary and he's just animating Pinocchio over it. Or I've got some fun facts later, too. Yeah. The, the rain was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was very... Yeah. And, like, whenever the blue fairy casts magic and it's like that, like... Shimmery. Starburst, yeah, yeah. shimmery, like that's really pretty. I also love, and I said this to Meg while we were watching it, like how they made her see through. Like, yeah. At the, when was this movie released? 1940s? 1940, I think. Like that's incredible to yeah. me. You Definitely. know, that they figured that out. Yeah. Well, actually, I can tell you for sure. What, yeah, 1940. That's insane. Um,. So, it was in September of 1937, while they were doing production on Snow White, 
that the animator Norman Ferguson brought a translated version of The Adventures of Pinocchio to Walt. Um, And after reading the book, this is Ferguson's description, he says, Walt was busting his guts with enthusiasm. (laughs) So, like, just just imagine, like, just imagine Walt Disney reading this story and being, like, just envisioning it in his head, you know? I mean, if you, like, look back on the history and, like, the actual tale of The Adventures of Pinocchio from Italian history, (laughs) (laughs) Um, the, the story is really different from what it became Mm -hmm. like Pinocchio was really bad in the the book (laughs) and like obviously he's bad in the movie but like not to the same extent as the story um and Pinocchio was actually intended to be Walt Disney Studios third film Bambi was slated to be the second one, but there were difficulties adapting the story and animating the animals realistically that kind of put Bambi on hold, and then they brought Pinocchio into the spotlight second um, to come out next. So, like I was saying with, like, the storyline, Snow White was a short story, like, the original story of Snow White was a short story, and the writers were able to expand and experiment with it and kind of, like, do what they wanted to turn it into a full-length film. However, Pinocchio wasn't a short story, it's a novel, Um, so it's, like, a very fixed story as to what happens, but in the original, Pinocchio is cold, rude, ungrateful, um, almost like inhuman, well, he, right? <laughs> he, he repels sympathy, um, and it says he only learns his lessons by means of brutal torture. Oh my. Um, so clearly Walt wasn't going to depict that. <laughs> in, clearly. In, Walt in did what Walt film. does best, and he took a good story that's a little crude and, and turned it, it into a beautiful children's animated film. Yes. Because, um, I mean, Snow White really weird. isn't... Again, I'm going to throw that weird that weird word out there. Snow White isn't a nice tale. There's right. There's very dark themes in it. but And, I, I mean, yeah. those are in his animated feature as well. I mean, the queen wants her heart. Yeah, yeah but, definitely. But, I mean, the way he does it just, like, glazes it nicely, you know? I'm reading your fun facts, and I like, oh my god. Don't. That's my I part. I know. No, but the, <laughs> the one thing that I will say, so like after the success of Snow White, Walt didn't want to just hire anybody, and I think this is going to be a good segue for some of your fun facts, um, but he didn't want to just hire anybody to be the voice actors. He wanted famous people to voice these, so he really spent a lot more time um finding the right person for the voices and making sure that they're well-known actors because he really wanted to take the animated films to another level. I guess there was almost, not argument I'd say, but I read that um, Walt was like very insistent that they had a child voice Pinocchio. They wanted... I don't know why you wouldn't though. Yeah, yeah, but I I know that like they originally had in mind an adult actor to voice Pinocchio, and Walt was like, no, it needs to be a child, like... I wonder if he hadn't, I mean, like, all the way up to now, we have Coco, right? Like, where he's probably around the same age, not Coco, Coco Miguel is around the same age as probably Pinocchio. Right. You know, like, imagine if, like, that had never changed, like, what movie would they have been like, no, we're gonna have a kid actually voice a child. Right, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Fun facts? Fun facts. Do it. All right, so, keeping with the cast... Um, I don't know who this person is. Well, there's a link here. Well, I know. I read about it, but I still I still don't really know who he is. I, he was in Swiss Family Robinson. I learned and that. And Heidi, the original Heidi. But I don't really know much about that, unfortunately. But anyway, there's um, a man named Christian Rubb, and he was cast as Geppetto. But what I thought was so interesting, because we talked about this on the previous episode, he the design of Geppetto was actually like a caricature of this person. So hmm, last cool. episode, I said that the woman who played Snow White, her voice looks just like Snow White, and I wonder if that, I wondered if that was on purpose. Maybe it was because they did it on purpose for Geppetto. Um, I don't know if anyone knows who Mel Blanc is. Yeah, kind this of is a what, famous dude. This is what I was like. Oh my god, I had no idea. <laughs> so Mel Blanc. Do you is, know who Mel Blanc is? I don't. He, he me. Warner Brothers. 
Oh, okay. Looney Tunes. Yeah. He voiced Bugs Bunny. All of them. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Think he voiced okay. all of them. Yeah. Heck yeah. Side note, Katie and I, when we were in California last year, went to his grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his grave says, that's all, folks. Yeah. It was um, really nice. And there were, like, oh, little yeah. plushes okay. of Bugs Bunny Sylvester and Sylvester. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was actually hired to voice Gideon the cat, but later on it was determined that he would be a mute. So all of his dialogue was deleted, except for the three hiccups you hear that he has in the movie. That's so sad, because, like, you know, Walt wanted really famous people. Mm-hmm. Like, he would have been a perfect voice to be, like, featuring Mel Blanc, you I mean, know? imagine all the voices Mel Blanc has done, so, like, what would yeah. he have brought to... Isn't Gideon. the cat named Figaro? Gideon is... The other... You know the fox? Yes. His, like, Gideon well, is... Yes. is yes. Yeah, Gideon yes. is I was like, the other... Wait. But you're correct. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, which cat? Okay, yes, yes, that cat. I watched this whole movie. He kept calling it Figaro. Who's Gideon? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know the cat had a name. Not Figaro. The they, other cat. I was going to say, yeah. do they even really mention his name I don't anywhere? think they did. I don't, I don't know, because I think the fox has a name, which yeah. I mean, it's... it's he, Pinocchio calls him Honest John, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's actually his name. I, that's what he's known as. I, th- I thought I read something. I've met awesome. Honest John and Gideon at Disney when I was little. <laughs> Side story. They're bad dudes. <laughs> They're bad dudes. Yeah. So a final fun fact that I thought was super interesting, because I noticed it while I was watching the movie. So they used 3D clay models to and made characters... They made all the characters from the film, so the animators would know how to draw them from every single angle. So that kind of, like, brings me up to my love of Nightmare, you know? Yeah. Because I yes. love watching the making of those. So the model makers even built working models of all Geppetto's clocks. My doc says blocks. That's another thing <laughs> that I thought was, like, a German thing. Was yeah. clocks like that? Is yeah. that an Italian um, thing? I mean, the wood carving and everything, yeah, like, that's, like, a Italian thing as well, but definitely German as well. I think that is one of the major things that threw me off, is the cuckoo clocks. Like, I could have sworn that that was, like, a... I I don't know. I'm still just, like, blown away by the fact that this is an Italian film. (laughs) That is my... One of my favorite things. And another... Stromboli? Like, how did I not know? Yeah. (laughs) Now that you're saying it. Nice. Oh, my God. Gideon, Geppetto, Stromboli. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I have... I have no excuse. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So they also made um, a model of Stromboli's gypsy wagon and the coachman's carriage. Um, so because it's like really difficult to actually animate a moving vehicle, they use they filmed the model carriage on a miniature set like stop motion. Or they huh. did stop motion. So each frame was then transferred onto animation cells and then they used like an early version of Xerox. And then they painted, they overloaded on top of background images, and then they put the cells of the characters on top. But what I thought was really cool is when that gypsy carriage is being pulled away and Pinocchio escapes with Jiminy, I can, you can see that it's, like, way more 3D than it should be. And I noticed that and was like, oh, that looks really cool. Like, I wonder how they did that. Well, they filmed it. Bam. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Like those fun facts. I know. Right? Yeah. So now we have some character profiles, and I figured that we should probably start with Pinocchio because he's kind of important. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> so. He's pretty cute. He is kind he, of cute. Yeah, he's so cute. I can't. Like, I, I love his little hat. Mm-hmm. That bow tie, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that blue bow tie. Um. I mean, I don't really know how much there is to say about Pinocchio beyond what we've said already by the fact that, like, he um, is able to become a real boy because he learns how to be unselfish, brave, and... What's the third one? Unselfish, brave... Truthful. Truthful. That's right. Because clearly when he's going to Pleasure Island, he is none of those things. But then as soon as he realizes that Geppetto is missing and he's missing because he's looking for him... Like, Pinocchio's mission just changes, right? And he's like, no, I have to go and dive into the ocean and find this terrifying whale that, like, all of the fish are scared of, but I'm going to go there and I'm going to go inside of him to find Geppetto and save him. And then another cross over here. Totally a Gryffindor. Yeah, he is a Gryffindor. You're right. Um, And then he not only 
goes into Monstro to save Geppetto, but he, like, immediately just knows how to save him. Like, I don't know, we were watching it last night, and I was just like, I can't believe how quickly this little puppet boy is figuring out that he needs to make the whale sneeze. Like, I don't know if I would have thought... Geppetto didn't think of that. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, like, definitely that shows through, and that's why the Blue Fairy then grants him his wish to be real. Um, But that's pretty much... I mean, like, he's just a very straightforward character, I think. He's a very... I was watching him, and it's like, yeah, he's kind of, like, at the beginning, he doesn't know you know, right from wrong, and how can you expect him to know right away so he gets into trouble and all that kind of stuff, but he's such a cutie pie. <laughs> you, like, yeah. can't be mad at him. He's he can't so be mad cute. at him. And, he, and he's such a a real boy, quote, quote, at the point of, like, yeah, he's going to get into mischief. Yeah, he's he's a cutie. Yeah, he's, you know, whatever. But he still has his own personality that he's brave mm-hmm. and tries hard and whatever, but he's such a cute little boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, just so impressionable, too. Like, when he goes to Pleasure Island and he's with... Yeah. Is it Lamp... Lamp wig, lamp wick, lamp wick. I think. And like, I mean, whatever he says, Pinocchio's gonna follow along and do like a little brother, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I like this. Um, this first sentence off of Wikipedia. It just says about the about Disney's version version of Pinocchio. When the Walt Disney Company was developing the story for their film version of Pinocchio, they intended to keep the obnoxious aspects of the original character, but Walt Disney himself felt that this made the character too unlikable. So alterations were made to incorporate traits of mischief and innocence to make Pinocchio more likable. Innocence. That's a great (laughs) word to describe him. So instead of making him like a jerk, essentially, just made him like right. a an impressionable innocence doesn't boy. know any better. A young boy, boy. Yes. yeah, yes. Um, so next up is good old Jiminy Cricket. Um, he is one of my favorite Disney characters. He's not my favorite because, like, we've talked about like who our favorites are, but he's up there. Um, Underrated. I, I think he. Yeah, he yeah I think he is. He. Um, so, you know, we see that he's not perfect in the film. He is not the best conscience in the beginning. <laughs> but he gets there. He earns his badge. Right. I mean, the yes. Blue Fairy wouldn't have given it to him if he didn't deserve it. 18 um, carats solid gold. <laughs> yeah. So I just love Walt's portrayal of a cricket in animated form. Like, he is so cute. I love his little outfit. And I love, like, the transformation of what he was, how he has, like, in tatters, um, his hat was falling apart, his shoes had big holes in them, and then the Blue Fairy is like, no, you're going to be a conscious, and he just, like, totally takes on the role immediately. Um, he's like, oh, sweet digs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like, he's just so iconic throughout Disney in general, like, especially at the theme parks in the media. He even comes into Mickey's Christmas Carol later on in uh, yeah, later yes. movies. Um, and he's in a ton of video games. He's, like, in Kingdom Hearts and all of that fun stuff. Um but I think mostly what, like, I remember Jiminy for is When You Wish Upon a Star. Can I admit something? Hmm. Didn't know that he actually sang it. Yeah. Until I watched it this time. Yeah. <laughs> Had no yeah. idea. So I think that that is what, that right there is, like, Jiminy's shining moment. Literally? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he sings that and then he, like, gets his, or he gets his badge and then he sings it. Vice versa, I can't remember the exact. He order. starts off the movie with it, yes, right? It does. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot to mention the super very, fun fact. Yeah, this should have been a fun fact, but um, going back, I don't know if you noticed this, but in the very beginning, so you know how like Walt's movies always start with like the book opening. Yes. If you look, you can see a book for Peter Pan and a book for Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. which are like his coming up movies that he ends up working on. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, like, even back then, there was little Easter eggs, like, they knew. Like, now in Pixar, like, there's oh, yeah. crazy amounts yeah, yeah. of, like, things to come and, like, homages to the past. So, even Walt was doing that back in 1940. Yeah. I have to say, I, I love Jimmy. I feel like no matter what age, he's, like, still your little little conscience mm-hmm. dude. He's just... 
He's there to be like, hey, but he's kind of adulty in a way as well with like, he's kind of a womanizer. <laughs> like he's always looking at that pair like, hey girl. Yeah. Hey girl. <laughs> hey my lady. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but he's still like a, he's still very um, polite as Gentlemanly. well. Gentlemanly. Thank you. Gentlemanly. He's just, he's very likable. He's very gracious as well, you know? Yeah. I like the origin of his name, too. So, like, his name comes from the exclamation that people use still to this day and back in the day, Jiminy Cricket. And they kind of, like, used that to replace Jesus Christ, like, as an exclamation, because we shouldn't Cricket. say that. <laughs> um, Jiminy! <laughs> and it says, it's uttered in Pinocchio's immediate Disney predecessor, Snow White. She says Jiminy Cricket, or somebody says Jiminy really? Cricket. I don't know who says it, huh. but I do. Rem- I do remember that actually. That's funny. Again, another I'm little Easter. I'm yeah. trying to think. Yeah. Which is funny because, well, I guess maybe they decided to do that whenever um, that one animator brought this story to Walt during like production for Snow White. Mm. So then maybe we're like, oh yeah, we want to do this story. Let's sprinkle this in. So That's I cool. thought that was fun. Um, yeah. That's cool. So, next up is Geppetto. Oh, man. I love Geppetto. Who doesn't? I love Geppetto. Uh, So, he is introduced as a shopkeeper, finishing up Pinocchio, his marionette puppet. Um, And then he makes a wish on a falling star that Pinocchio would come to life because he wants him to be a real boy. He's, like, as excited as I am if I were to see, like, a shooting star. Like, I'll see, like, yeah. their North Star and get super stoked and, like, have to make a wish on it. He's like, ooh, ooh, gotta make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. cute. Open the window. Open the window. Yeah, no, he's just, you kind of feel, as an adult watching this film again, you kind of feel a little bad for him because he's, so, he's just lonely. Yeah. And he talks to his his pets, which, I mean, I do the same thing with my cats, but <laughs> yeah. he talks to his pets and he's got, like, so many toys and, and you know, the clocks and everything. Like, you wonder what his backstory is, you know, mm-hmm. like, why, you know, but he's just, he's like a grandfather or father, you just want to, like, hug him and he's just... Yeah. He's just very, so sweet. Very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, clearly, I mean, his loneliness shines through in the fact that you know, he wishes for Pinocchio to be a real boy, and the Blue Fairy grants Geppetto's wish. So he's so excited to send Pinocchio off to his first day of school the next morning, um, but then Pinocchio goes missing. So, I mean, Pinocchio isn't really a real boy yet. He's, like, alive, but not real, if that makes sense. Um, and he still drops everything to go and find Pinocchio. Like that giant feast he made for him. Yeah. He's like, no one's touching a bite until we find him. <laughs> oh, poor Figaro. little Figaro. <laughs> Figaro's like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. And then Geppetto leaves, he's about to dive right in. That and Cleo's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I just think that Geppetto is one of those characters in Disney films that is relatable, like, is more human than some other characters that you see. For sure. Mm-hmm. I can um, see yeah, so he... I I like him. I love him. Yeah, I like him a lot. Gives me the feels. <laughs> Geppetto giving them feels. <laughs> and the next one is a little bit unconventional, but I wanted to talk about the Blue Fairy, because I liked... <laughs> Holly! <laughs> it's the blue fairy! <laughs> oh, wishes. I miss oh, you. My heart. Um, so she is based off of the fairy with turquoise hair, which is a fictional character, obviously, from Pinocchio. But they, like, change. So, like, obviously, the translation doesn't exactly go to blue fairy. That's just, like, what they decided to name her because she was supposed to be a fairy with blue hair. I kind of wish they would have made her have blue hair. That would have yeah. been cool. Agreed. Yeah. She kind of just like looks like Cinderella almost. And stuff. She do- Yeah. I always think that. Like, she does. A mix between Cinderella and, and Snow, Snow White. White. Yeah. Yeah. She's got like the more rounder face a little bit like Snow White. Yes. But then the blonde hair brings the, blue the Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Um, but she always comes back at the most critical moments for Pinocchio because of his bad or risky behavior. So basically she just saves the day. Like, more times than she should, probably. Um, but she's, like, his protector. And she's like a fairy 
She is. And, you know, I love the theme of fairy godmothers in the Disney movies. Um, Actually, my mom was just talking to me, like, her favorite character ever is the fairy godmother from Cinderella. She calls her the FGM. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she's recently, like, so she's been collecting fairy godmother stuff for, like, forever. And I've basically run out of things to get her because she has it all. So now her new thing is Sleeping Beauty. Um, and she likes those three fairies. And then just the other day, she's like, oh, my God, they're fairy godmothers, too. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, so. oh, my God, I guess there's, like, just a whole colony of them. <laughs> <laughs> Collect them all. Collect them all. Them all. So, like, the blue fairy is another one. Yeah. And I don't know. I just... I love her because she just brings the whole magical aspect of Disney into this film, obviously. You know, like, she's the reason... She guides the entire story. Like, I think she, honestly, like, besides Pinocchio, is probably the next most important character. Because she turns him into a boy. She helps him escape from Stromboli. Um, She helps... And then after that, she comes back and she turns Pinocchio into a real boy. I think that that's, she comes three times. She's just so kind, too. Yeah. Like, when Pinocchio's in trouble and lying to her oh, face, no, no. she's like, oh, he's she really? Sends- <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> she gives him the letter to let him know oh, about yes. Monstro. Yes. So four times she helps Pinocchio throughout the film. And, like, <laughs> what would the film be without her, you know? She's totally rooting for him and yeah. wants to do what you can. She wants him to learn selflessness and to be truthful and to be brave like because clearly he's not in the beginning but I think that with her guidance and with Jiminy that is like what turns him to be able to become a real boy boy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so next up is our favorite parts of the movie do we want to start with our favorite characters maybe sure I'll go sounds great my favorite is Geppetto. Yeah? Yeah. That's different. He's just, I don't know, when I was watching it, I uh, admittedly, this is only like the third time I've ever seen this movie. Katie is going to say that a lot with the earlier movies. Yeah, until we get to like the 90s. <laughs> then I'll be like, oh, I've seen it a thousand times. Whereas like, I literally grew up on all of them, no matter what it was. Yeah, right. But like, like, and this also goes in with my favorite scene as well, when um, Pinocchio first comes alive and Geppetto wakes up. He's like, oh, who is that? And Pinocchio's like, it's me. And Geppetto's like, oh, it's me. And, like, goes to, like, roll back over and sleep. And then he's like, whoa, 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 it's me. Like, oh, my God. And, and then, then he, he has to, like, like, dump water on his head or something, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. dreaming, I'm dreaming. <laughs> like, he's just so silly. And, like, he's just... I like how real he is. Yeah. He's just very human. And it's, yes. you don't you don't get a lot of characters that are like that in Disney films, honestly. He's just so cute. And, like, I mean, clearly, again, like you guys said, he's lonely. And he would drop anything... For this kid who's suddenly his son, you know? Right. For sure. He's just so sweet and, like, kind of gullible and just silly. And Is that also your favorite scene, then? Yeah. When Pinocchio comes to life, originally? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I also like how he kind of brings in, like, the new parent factor. Like, he has, like, all this joy with Pinocchio, and then Pin- he's not paying attention, and Pinocchio, like, starts playing with fire, and then he's like, whoa! <laughs> Don't do that! <laughs> yeah, yes. It's just cute to see that side as well, you know? Yeah. They're both, like, learning from each other. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Cute. Um, my favorite character is Figaro. Yeah, I like him, too. Yep. I love how mischievous he is, and I think that <laughs> he's, um, so cute. Mm-hmm. he's another character that like shows up in other places with Disney in general. Like Figaro is also like comes back as Minnie Mouse's cat. Yeah, I was gonna in, ask in later animations and uh, like little cartoons or whatever. Um, and he is just like he's me. I think. I'm just gonna say, he's what we all feel like. Like, yeah. really, we gotta wait to eat. Yeah. Come on now. Like, are you like, serious? Like, I'm starving. I wanna, <laughs> I wanna tuck into my dinner. But no, I have to wait on this stupid kid who decided to not show up. Like, that's not my problem. Yeah. Um, Without saying any words. Yeah. Know? His facial expressions are to the T. Yeah, and like how he's just so excited to go to bed, and he cuddles into his little 
blanket, and then Geppetto, for some reason, makes Figaro get up to go and open the window. Oh, Figaro. I forgot to open the window. window. (laughs) Great. Do it yourself. (laughs) He gets so grumpy. It's so cute. (laughs) And then my favorite scene in the movie is probably when Jiminy gets his conscious medal and then sings When You Wish Pump Star. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, because When You Wish Upon a Star is just, like, the epitome of Disney to me. And honestly, I forgot that that song was from Pinocchio. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, to me, it's just, like, used all over the Disney parks and for like just commercials. Yeah, and yeah. it's, like, all in the media. Like, anytime it's, like... You know, when you wish upon a star, it's just like Disney, Disney, and it's just like ingrained in my head that it's just Disney, and not necessarily specifically Pinocchio. Um, so yeah. So for a movie that doesn't have a lot of like, like it's it's not Cinderella memorable, right? I mean? Like there's such a that, memorable song that comes right. from it for such an iconic song. And yeah, you're like oh yeah, that oh, was yeah, from, it's that from that Pinocchio. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's me, I guess. Your um, turn. My favorite character, I mean, of course, I'm so cliche, but I'm going <laughs> to say it's Pinocchio. He's just, I mean, this is was mentioned before, but he's just such a cute little innocent mm-hmm. boy that's just like, okay, like, whatever, <laughs> that's cool. Like, he just, just goes with the flow, like, doesn't think yes. about consequences, just does it. And he's I'm going just to thinks- school. Now I'm not, because he's not said not to. <laughs> he's just very go with the flow, very, um, you know, like, very little boy is like, okay, an adult, or someone told me what to do, so okay, like, he just doesn't know any better, and it's just, it's not his fault, or whatever, it's just, that's pretty much how we all started out when we were kids, you know, and mm-hmm. um, to have Geppetto be his, uh, how much he cares for him, and wants to go search for him, and be as brave, he's like, I'm gonna, I'll save you from the whale, like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it, that's cool. And he's just such a, I don't know, he gives me the feels as well. Like, I don't, it's just, he's such a cute little boy. I just want to hug him. Um, but anyway, with that said, uh, favorite scene, again, cliche, but when Geppetto decides that he's, that he needs to wish upon that star, and he goes and runs over with Figaro, and he sings the song or whatever, looking out the window, and it's just like, oh, like, yeah. Because you know whatever he's wishing for, like, he wants Pinocchio to be real, but, like, he's just so, he wants someone. He wants a friend. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. Wants, he wants something, and it's just like, oh, and this just makes you feel all cozy. <laughs> but, yep, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Least favorite? Yeah, uh, go for it. Uh, uh. Least favorite character is Stromboli, because he scares the crap out of me. His eyes are so weird. They're, like, three <laughs> layers. It's, like, circle, circle, circle. But they're, like, I swear, they're, like, coming out of the TV at you. It scares me creepy, so creepy, like, bad. manipulative and, like, creepy. One of yeah. those things, like, where he's gonna, like, he yells and it's like, okay. Yeah. Good night. And, like, yeah. just, oh. Like, yeah. just very creepy. <sighs> yeah. I, I don't like him. I don't like him. He gives me the creeps. <laughs> me either. No. I would say that the fox man, I... Yeah. Honest John. Honest John. He just, I don't know if it's, like, his face or, like, his, (laughs) like, sneaky, like, he's just, like, a snake in the grass. and Terrifies me. He's just, like, a jerk face. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) honestly, Honest John (laughs) kind of makes me feel like how, like, somebody who does human trafficking would be. Yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely oh. terrifies me. Like, this little boy is going off to school and then alone. this random man comes and like whisks him away elsewhere Manipulates and him with sells words. him exactly. to Stromboli for profit and then Pinocchio is just like stuck there. Yeah. You know, like I was just sold. Mm-hmm. Well, and, like see- literally it's human trafficking. You terrifying. can see how Stromboli is like a, a bad guy because mm-hmm. he, he doesn't make it um, sneaky about it. Like you know who he is, yep. yeah, right up front. With this fox guy, you, he's like yeah. he's just he's sly. sly and creepy, and that's just, why he's a fox. Like you, he just <laughs> sees Pinocchio walking down the street, and he's just like, oh, like oh, that's I, money, I see money, money. Yeah. and it's yeah. just like leave the little boy alone. Like, jeez, you creep. Like, yep. I just get such bad 
vibes from him. Like, I just get, like, a creepy bleh yeah. from him. Least favorite. All for, for like, sure. this little sack of gold. Also, yeah. that guy, whatever, the, um, the camp guy, camp, uh, Pleasure Island thing. Well, camp. Sorry. <laughs> Pleasure Island guy is such a creep. There's a lot of creeps in this movie. Yeah. And I don't realize it when I was a kid watching this, but <laughs> yes. now I'm like, oh, some of this stuff is very questionable. <laughs> Pleasure, Pleasure Island is probably my least favorite scene. Yes. Yes, it is. That whole... It makes me uncomfortable. It does. Yeah, I, the whole thing. I just... It's so... Um, it's I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but it yeah, it just makes me very uncomfortable to watch it to see all of these children were taken away from their parents and they get turned into donkeys. Like why? I don't I think it was a very odd scene that it could I it's take, just it or weird. Leave, take it or leave it, but like you don't need it. It's weird. It's, and I mean, and also, then the fact that like Walt Disney World had an area themed after Pleasure Island also just, like, worries me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, originally you're like, oh, yeah, sure, it's called Pleasure Island, but then you're like, wait. And, like, you know, yeah, I get what they what? were, like, I understand where they were going with it, how, like, that's where, like, the clubs and stuff were for older people, and, right. like, you were drinking and blah, 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 like, that's fine, but... Just the whole concept of Pleasure <laughs> Island was, it's just disturbing. I'm not a fan. No. To be completely honest, I'm not a, a huge fan of the film Pinocchio. Yeah, I'm not either. I, I liked the beginning, like the innocence of the beginning and how, you know, you know where he came up from and you can see where Geppetto comes from and Jimmy Cricket and all that kind of fun stuff. But like once it, after the fox sees him and like sells him off to Stromboli, I'm just like... Nope. I could do without. I, <laughs> it's not my favorite. Like, if I could pick and choose certain parts of Pinocchio to make my own film, I would love it. Like, I would want the beginning where he gets turned into a real boy, and then, like, show me a different way how he it's quote unquote is bad. Yes. bad. Yes. Yeah, and then he, like, goes and saves Geppetto and Monstro. Like, that part is fine. I don't mind the whole, like, random whale thing. It's whatever. Um, but then... Yeah, like the whole Pleasure Island aspect, the whole Stromboli aspect, I could do without. Well said. And that's why I don't think it. <laughs> well said. So. Also, like, when Lampwick turns into a donkey is terrifying. Yeah. Because he like, kind of looks like one yeah. to begin with. He does. I, I, I said point, that yesterday. <laughs> he just looks like Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel like that part scared me when I was little. I mean, I'm not, like, I don't really fully remember because, like, that was a long time ago and I can barely remember yesterday, let alone, like, 20 years ago, but I feel like that part scarred me. Well, it's scary. I mean, he's, like, all of a sudden he starts growing these ears and this tail and he freaks out. This I, kid who's, like, yeah. this, like, nothing bothers him, he's this tough guy, and all of a sudden he starts, like, transforming into this animal. And then he's, he's so scared. so scared, and then, like... And they portray oh. that so well, and it's terrifying how well they portray, like, this strong, unaffected boy suddenly, like, is begging for his mom. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's, yeah. It just, like, gives me the heebie-jeebies. I've got, like... Ugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't right like now. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. after all of that, what did we take away from this film? What does, like, what does the movie or story mean to you? Or, like, what do you think the major takeaway themes are of Pinocchio? I know that's kind of a loaded question, so you can just kind of, like, pick what you have an answer for there. Don't be bad to be a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that they say jackass in the movie. Like, that would never happen, though. No, and I was, like, watching it, and I'm like, this is meant for, like, kids. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, I'm sure that I'll say jackass around my kids or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But, like... I yeah, like you would never hear that in a in an animated kids film now. No, because yeah. no one really back then and even still now, like Jackass is a donkey. That's right, right, name right. For it. But yeah. like nowadays, you don't really if you see a donkey, you call them a donkey. You don't yeah. call it a Jackass. <laughs> so, like it's a derogatory term. Right. I'm calling someone that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, as far as the theme, like I mean. Don't be, like, I, the biggest thing for me, which I feel like it's only a tiny part of the movie, is, like, don't lie. Like, they're just right. going to be truthful, be a good person. It's probably what they're kind of trying to portray. 
but like family is mm-hmm. what they're trying to push Family out is everything. You know, and like doing what you can for your family, no matter what, like you're going to go and tie yourself to a rock. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> to go, to go search save for this them, you know, and that's, terrifying whale. That's a, a big thing to get out of it. As weird and as not my favorite Disney movie as it is, there's still a lot of parts where it's just like, yeah, like it's very teachable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that my biggest takeaway um, is... Jiminy and the whole when you wish upon a star like theme where Mm -hmm. you know your dreams can come true if you have the courage to pursue them which is like which is known as a pretty well-known Walt quote I believe Um, and I just love how he took that belief in himself and portrayed it through a movie. And, like, even though there are a lot of really weird and odd things that happen in Pinocchio, um, the whole, I mean, obviously, like, When You Wish Upon a Star won an Academy Award for a reason, and that song is just so iconic that I feel like I can forgive everything else with Pinocchio because it gave us that. So. Yeah, definitely. I can't imagine... Going to Walt Disney World and not hearing the song "When You Wish Upon a Star" for, for, for right? sure. And like, like when I deal. hear that song, like I cry. Yeah, because it's just so Disney and magical, and like, um, it gives you hope and it gives you happiness. Like just hearing it and thinking of the whole idea of like, oh, if I see a shooting star and I make a wish, maybe it'll come true. Absolutely. So. Even, like, the beginning, like, when you think of that song, how many different th- thoughts pop in your head? Like, walking down Main Street, or yep. watching that movie, because, like, even, like, the, um, the castle with the, each yep. movie that, that starts it out, and it, whatever that mm-hmm. It's <laughs> when you wish upon a star, yeah, yeah. like, it's so That's iconic. You of, and, or, like, a Mickey Mouse, who you think of, and, like, or Jiminy Cricket, Geppetto, like, yeah. it's just, oh, I just got stop. chills thinking about, like, the castle, and, the, like, the star going across is, dun yeah. <laughs> but that's and the that's sound like, of, like, me watching as a kid, and I'm like, ooh, that's like, the I know a good one's coming. Like, <laughs> that is the, the opening of every Disney VHS. I literally yeah. have chills right now. <laughs> like, my, yeah. my, my mom put on, like, a movie or whatever, and, like, that started, I was mm-hmm. like, ooh. I'm like, oh, got my attention, I'm gonna go sit in front of the TV and there watch There was about this. 800 previews. Oh, yeah, and I and watched all of them, and I love and they're it. like, yes. It's starting. <laughs> yeah. I think a theme I want to take away is um, how parents and children can learn from each other. Like, That's a good point. Um, Geppetto teaches Pinocchio how to be brave because he has to go and, and be good because he has to go and save him. And then in turn, Geppetto, like Pinocchio comes up with this grand idea to get out of the whale. And Geppetto hadn't thought of that and how long he'd been yeah. stuck there. Um, and Geppetto just kept saying, it's not going to work, it's not going to work. Right. Like, we can't get out, and Pinocchio, like, won't take that as an answer. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a typical father-son <laughs> right. thing, yeah. you know? And, like, just the love for family, you know? Like, both of them clearly would do anything for each other, mm-hmm. even in the short time that they've known each other. I agree. Sure. Mm-hmm. So cute. So cute. So, we've talked about it a little bit, but just to, like, bring it up one more time, what are some things that we noticed this time while watching, or not necessarily this specific time, but just as an adult compared to as a child? Um, oh boy. Um, you know, <laughs> Where do we it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a favorite of mine as a child, so I maybe, I, right when I was saying before at that part where... After, like, after Stromboli or whatever, uh-huh. I kind of lost interest as a child. And I was yeah. like, yeah, whatever. And I would end up playing with a toy or, <laughs> yeah. or you know, not paying much attention to it. And that's pretty much... When I watched it last night I, for the first time in years, I was like, yeah, okay. Like, it kind of did the same thing to me when I was a kid. So yeah. <laughs> watching some of the details and, like, paying attention, it's just like, this movie is pretty weird like <laughs> i no wonder it wasn't really a yeah. favorite yeah. of mine like it was cool like pinocchio's cool and i i'm cool with it but it has like it's five different stories it kind of does it the one. whale like where did that come yes. from like donkeys what? donkeys whales like how did geppetto get swallowed by a whale looking for pinocchio like, like was, was he thinking, like literally like looking in the ocean for him i, I was don't... thinking about that like where, where did that come from right like, matt and i were talking about it and i was like you know i wonder if that's something that the blue fairy did on purpose mm. just to go see, Maybe. like, 
show him like this is an opportunity for you to be brave. What are you gonna do? And That's like, a good point. Like I'm gonna. I mean, it's still kind of an out there uh, thing, but maybe she did that to be like, I don't. I don't know where she would have come up with the way line. You know, like, there could be a, there's a mess of her and Monster. Is that like way something maybe. in Italian folklore or something? Maybe I don't. A what for? Italian folklore. Maybe. It could be. I should ask my dad. Yeah, do it. I'll ask my dad. Yeah, do it. All right. <laughs> um. Let's see. Well, um, I kind of said mine already, but like. Well, I know I definitely didn't realize that Pinocchio was drinking beer oh, on Pleasure Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I also didn't realize Pinocchio was Italian um, until literally yesterday. And then... Uh, the amount of smoking in that movie. Yeah, but Holy yeah. Moly. And like I, that's definitely a time, like, timeline oh, thing sure, in yeah. terms of, like, definitely. you know, back then it was much more everywhere than it is now. I mean, not that people don't smoke now, but like everybody did it back then. Um, I had something and now I can't remember. Sorry. I kind of knocked you off that, didn't I? I was, for whatever reason, this came to me today. And I mean, again, like I said, I must have seen Pinocchio when I was little, but just like in passing or like maybe I was like Christy where I just like didn't have interest in it. But I was always under the impression that Pinocchio saved Geppetto from the whale by lying, and his nose kept growing, and he kept the whale's mouth open. I'm serious, like, this is a whole scene in my head. Like, is that another (laughs) adaption of Pinocchio that I saw? I don't know. I like it, though. Yeah, like, like he was just, like, he knew that that was, like, his quote-unquote power, and he just kept telling a bunch of lies until the whale couldn't close his mouth. I feel like, you know, that nose-growing thing... Should have it is a bigger thing than that tiny scene. Like yeah, his, his nose only grows like for like two minutes, once, <laughs> and he's like rrr, 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 whatever he lies, 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 lies. Maybe three times in that small scene. Yeah, the blue fairy kind of laughs at him like, oh yeah, really? <laughs> right. And then that that's it. Like that's yeah, that's all it is to do with the nose growing. And I feel like it's so much more. But My it, idea brings it full circle. Yeah, it definitely. <laughs> it does. You can use it. You can it use does. It right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't think of that. It's like what Pinocchio is known for. Like that's a thing. Yeah. Like oh, if that's you lie, your nose is gonna grow. Right. But it literally is in the movie for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's and then like, that's it. All right. Like it should happen a few times. Like, Take out awesome. Pleasure Island. Do more of the lying yeah. nose growth thing. Yeah, exactly. We got a real story. <laughs> <laughs> we all just hate that Pleasure Island. <laughs> just, uh, even that yeah. guy was just like, mm. oh. just I can't. His face when he's like, and they don't come back as boys, and he gets all I was, scary. I was like, uh. like I was, Matt and I were watching it with my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. They happened to be over, and I, I looked at around at everyone in the room, and I was like, did anyone, did you guys just hear what I just said? Like, <laughs> You're right. Did I hear that correctly? Uh, yeah. Huh? Like, what did I just hear? And it's... And it makes, know. like, Honest John and Gideon, like, shake from fear. It's like, oh, it's so scary. I guess my... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, and maybe it's our... Is this sad to say, like, the world we live in now that's, like, we have to be cautious of Mm. people and things or whatever, because back then, I'm sure it was just totally innocent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it was different time and different meanings, and now it's like, Yeah. But then it's like, yeah, okay, Pleasure Island, they're coming back as donkeys. They're not coming back as boys, because I'm changing them into donkeys. (laughs) Relax. And nothing else was taken... Take it away from that. And now it's like... Mm. Now it's like extra weird. On top of the other layers of weird that this movie comes with. Yeah, I was going to say kind of the um, same thing as what Chrissy just said. Is like, I don't think that back in the 40s people would have compared Honest John to like a human trafficker. No, yeah. no way. You know, but like now that like... Like, oh, that sly old fox. And that was right, it. Right, but like now I'm like, no, like legitimately, that's like human trafficking. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Like full-blown... That's it. Pure example of human trafficking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and... Reminds me of the guy yeah. that, like, lures in kids with candy. Like, oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if people back in the 40s would have connected Honest John with a human trafficker. Right. <laughs> Probably. So, yeah. Yeah. On so, that yeah. note... On that note, that's, uh, <laughs> that's Pinocchio. Yep. Um, all right. You are blue. I'm blue? You're blue. All right.
So Grown Up Kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And if there's anywhere else that you would like to, you know, there's another marketplace that you listen to podcasts on, let us know and we'll make it happen. Uh, make sure you, that you subscribe so you can get all our latest episodes as soon as they're available. You can also find us on social media and join in on the conversation for each episode. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast, and Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. Also, please email us at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com and send us your favorite Disney memory. It can be anything Disney related, um, whether it's to do with watching the movies when you were younger, watching your favorite Disney TV shows, going to the parks, anything. Just send it our way and we'll be sure to read it on a future episode. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you watch Fantasia ahead of next week's episode. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. <laughs>